we're analyzing AbV stock ticker ABBV to see if it's a great business on sale. This analysis is just over 10 minutes. It's going to be intense, but it's going to be worth it. We're using the Select 6 analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating a fair value for AbV. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing AbV for your stock portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand AbV's stock performance. Right now, AbV trades for $135.50 per share. Year-to-date, their stock price is down 16.5%. In the last five years, AbV stock is up 41%. They're compounding at 7% annually. Since being spun off from Abbott just about a decade ago, AbV stock price has compounded at 13.5%. The company's up about four times. There's one secret about AbV that really sets this business apart. AbV is a secret dividend king. Since being spun off from Abbott, AbV's grown their dividends in each of the past 10 years. Right now, Abbott has a 51-year dividend growth history. They've also paid out dividends consecutively for 99 years, almost a century. With AbV's combined history, both within Abbott and a standalone business, they've consecutively grown their dividends for each of the last 51 years, making them a secret dividend king. Right now, AbV also pays a big dividend yield of 4.27%. Their average dividend yield throughout this time is in addition to their returns in their stock price. AbV trades $33 below their 52-week high. They trade just $4 above their 52-week lows. About 1% of their shares are sold short. AbV is a huge business. They have a $239 billion market cap. But the burning question is, what is it about AbV's business that gives them this insane track record? AbV is a pharmaceutical firm with a strong exposure to immunology and oncology. The firm's top drug, Humira, represents close to half of the company's current profits. The company was spun off from Abbott in early 2013. The recent acquisition of Allergan adds several drugs in aesthetics and women's health. Now that we have this understanding, let's get into the numbers. Starting with metric number one, we want their average returns on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. The average business earns about a 7% return on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double this can build in margin of safety based off the quality of the business. AbV's earned above average returns on capital in all of the last five years. Though they have fluctuated quite a bit, the company's 2020 returns are down due to their 2019 acquisition of Allergan for about $63 billion. 2020 was the first year that the those combined results were reported. Since then, AbV's returns on capital have improved by quite a bit. In their last fiscal year, they earned 27% returns on capital. When we average these together, AbV earns 24.6% returns on capital in a given year. That's more than three times better than a typical business. This is a huge check on metric number one. Metric number two, we want to see growth to go along with their high returns on capital. We're looking for five-year revenue, net income, and free cash flow growth. All three have to be up for this to be a check. We'll be including their numbers up until today when we calculate this growth. In this time, AbV's grown their revenues by 72%, their earnings have grown by 33%, and their free cash flows have grown by 84%. Much of this growth recently has come due to that Allergan acquisition. AbV's grown both through their acquisition of Allergan and organically. All three of these are up, this is a big check on metric number two. 
Metric number three, we're looking at AbV from the view of an individual shareholder. We want to see earnings per share growth in the last five years. In this time, we just learned AbV's grown their net incomes or their earnings by 33%. However, at the same time, AbV's diluted shareholders by 15%. They issued a lot of shares for their Allergan acquisition. They've also issued shares in the last couple of years. Still, their earnings growth outpaces their shareholder dilution, but that's something you want to be mindful of. Their earnings per share have grown. This is a check on metric number three. Metric number four, we want to see something similar. We're looking for free cash flow per share growth in the last five years. A similar story here, their free cash flows have grown by 84%. This is outpacing their shareholder dilution. They've grown their free cash flows per share. Another check here on metric number four means AbV is perfect so far. Can this continue? There's still one vital piece missing. You might think nailing returns on capital and having good growth is the key, but we haven't touched on the one thing that I believe sets AbV apart, which is having these without using a lot of debt. Metric number five, we want AbV's net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short-term investments, to be below the sum of their free cash flows in the last five years. AbV added on a lot of debt to fuel their Allergan acquisition. Since then, they've aggressively paid this off. Right now, AbV has just over $55 billion in net debt in the last five years, even including these years years before the acquisition, Abby's generated $88.5 billion of free cash flow when we add all of these up. This is more than enough to support their current net debt position. Using Abby's current free cash flows, they'd pay off their net debt with just over two and a half years worth of free cash flow. This is another big check on metric number five. AbV's flawless through five metrics. Do they have what it takes to be a perfect select six stock? We'll find out right after we cover our bonus. As our bonus, we're looking at AbbVie's dividend profile. Right now, AbbVie pays a big 4.27% dividend yield. AbbVie's also a secret dividend king. When we look at them as a standalone company and with AbbVie's combined history with Abbott, they've grown their dividends for each of the last 51 years. But we don't want to blindly chase dividends. We want to see that their dividends are supported by their free cash flows. That's been the case in all five of these years. Not only has AbbVie grown their dividends per share, they've also grown their free cash flows per share. Their free cash cash flows have grown even faster than their dividends, meaning they're lowering their dividend payout ratio, which was pretty comfortable to start with. While this is a snapshot of their last five years of performance, and it's no guarantee for the future, AbbVie's dividend has been covered in all five of the last years. It seems to be healthy and could be sustainable into the future. This is a great check on our bonus. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want AbbVie's average five-year free cash flows divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of two different ways we're estimating a fair value for AbbVie. Right now, AbbVie has a $295 billion enterprise value. This accounts for both their market cap and their net debt position. It looks at AbbVie similar to it being a private company. In the last five years, we learned AbbVie generated $88.5 billion dollars of free cash flow, meaning they produce about $17.7 billion of free cash flow in an average year. When that's divided by their $295 billion enterprise value, we get about a 6% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, AbbVie produced $23.5 billion worth of free cash flow in their last 12 months. When that's divided by their $295 billion enterprise value, it gives us about an 8% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Both of these are coming in above the risk premium we'd be seeking. With a check here on metric number six, Abby has done it. They're a perfect select six stock, but don't just run out and go buy the business. This is a starting point and not a buy or sell recommendation. It means the business is worth researching. We still need to estimate their fair value per share. 
Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze AbV, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF model is based off the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. AbV's been a predictable business in its past. We're starting with an average of their last three fiscal years worth of free cash flow, then using historical assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate or not for the business. Assuming AbbVie grows their three-year free cash flows at 11% annually for the next 10 years, then assuming this growth rate is cut in half and these grow at 5.5% annually for the following decade, we're adding in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. As a pharmaceutical business, AbbVie can be a very asset-like business, plus they do have some debt. If we want a 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett's looking for, based on today's multiples being the same in 20 years, an estimate of AbbVie's fair value per share is around 160 dollars. That's down $31 from their current stock price. Keep in mind some important points. AbbVie's business has been predictable in their past. That's not a guarantee for the future. The company's starting to see biosimilar competition. They're losing patent protection on some key drugs. This could change the future outlook of the business. Their average free cash flows might not be fully appreciating the allergen acquisition, as it includes just the first year that the companies operated together. This discount rate is an estimate of total returns to shareholders based on their free cash flows. It already would include their dividend yield. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Consult with a financial advisor before making any investment decision. In just a minute, we'll talk about our final rating for AbV, but we have to address something first. We've covered the numbers, but the quality factors for AbV may be even more important. What are they? Well, let's find out. Starting with the factors supporting a long thesis, number one, AbbVie's next generation immunology drugs targeting the IL-23 and JAK pathways should help mitigate the competitive threats facing Humira over the next five years. Number two, AbbVie's increasing entrenchment in blood cancers could bode well for growth as pricing power remains solid in this therapeutic area of the drug market. Number three, AbbVie supports a strong dividend yield, which should act as valuation support as the cash flows to support the dividend look secure over the next several years. We'd be remiss if we didn't cover the negative factors as well. Looking at those supporting a short thesis, number one, the extra debt to finance the Allergan acquisition could put more pressure on AbbVie if core assets like Botox and Humira face tougher competition than expected. Number two, the high profit margins on Humira will likely cause an amplified impact on earnings as sales are lost to eventual biosimilar competition over the next several years. Number three, several of AbbVie's pipeline drugs in immunology have mechanisms of action similar to treatments already approved, taking away the first mover advantage for AbbVie. There you have it for a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative factors of AbbVie. Now it's time to give our rating. In analyzing AbbVie, stock ticker ABBV, AbbVie is both a perfect select six stock and a secret dividend king. The company looks very compelling based on the numbers. It's worth reiterating this is not financial advice. AbbVie's business may look different in the future as their leading drug Humira faces biosimilar competition, which could impact the company's performance. They diversified their business through their 2019 acquisition of Allergan, which brings over branded drugs like Botox. When we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, based on those assumptions, if AbbVie's multiples stay the same and you want a 15% rate of return, an estimate of their fair value per share is around $106. 
at the last traded at those levels in September of 2021. Looking at all the factors of our analysis, AbbVie is an excellent candidate for further research. If you enjoyed today's video, be sure to like it, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, share your thoughts about AbbVie, and let me know what business to look at next in the comments below. Thanks for learning about AbbVie with me, and have a great day.